0: I'm Shifa and you're listening to A Thought Away, where thoughts become stories. Today's episode is part two of The Eye of the Panther. It explores the magical world where evil has seemingly caught their way, but one girl might be the difference between life and death of an entire world. Last week I found myself in a different world where the land was infected with evil. And I had to save it, by retrieving the magical stone and placing it where it belonged. And now, the story continues. I followed the map's routes. It wasn't too difficult because there were only trees of different kinds as landmarks. Yari had warned me against plucking any of the sacred fruit, for I would suffer a terrible fate if I performed the outrageous deed. I saw birds too, that looked like the ones on earth, except these had a glowing aura around them and when they flew through the air, they looked like specks of colour against the bright blue sky. At one point, I was unsure about which path to take next, because the forest split two ways. One looked similar to the path I'd been journeying through, but the other, that one, looked like it had never been walked through before. The branches hung low very little light penetrated through the thick treetops and there wasn't even a path to walk on. But the map seemed to want me to go in that direction so I braced myself and stepped into the great unknown. I tried to make way for myself by ducking under branches and stepping over shrubs and generally trying not to get my skin scratched and clothes torn. I already had a couple bleeding scratches. And I had a gut feeling that the orange goo was actually a healing substance. So I applied some over my guts and sure enough, they started closing up. I heard strange sounds and hoped for dear life. There weren't any monsters or any animals there because it was dark and I didn't think I stood a chance even against a magical dog at that moment. I tripped over a giant tree root and landed hard on ah. my chest. I turned over and lay in the dark forest for a few minutes. Then, I got up and walked, and walked, and walked some more. Finally, I saw some light ahead, indicating that the sun hadn't set, which was good since I hadn't even reached my first destination and had a long way to go. I had already consumed half the water and some of the fruits Yari had provided me with. The forest seemed to have come to an end. There was a clearing beyond. I peered through the trees and seeing no one there, I stepped out into the clearing. What had been a carpet of thick grass under my feet was now dead and dull yellow. I saw the giant panther statue and my breath caught in my chest. Honestly, it was kind of hard to miss. The black marble statue was some 15 feet tall and I had to get to the very top. The statue was magnificent. It wasn't adorned with priceless gems or made of expensive metal. No, the magic and the history of the panther is what made it so powerful and dangerous. I sat my backpack on the ground and took the rope out. I considered leaving the rest of my things behind, but I might need the sword or map for- but I didn't know for what exactly or how I would use it, but like the other things Yari had given me. I supposed I would find out when the time came. Flinging my backpack over my shoulders, I walked towards the panther. I had absolutely no idea how in the name of magic I was going to get to the top of a 15 foot tall statue. But hey, it always seems impossible until it's done, right? Uh, At least that's what they say. Well, I had to do something, so I started climbing the panther's tail. It was sort of wrapped around the hind legs and soon enough, I was scrambling up the steep back of the panther. There was nothing to hold on to, and I almost slid right down the statue a couple times, but somehow I managed to reach the neck. Then I lassoed the rope around the panther's ear and pulled myself onto its head and sat there for a few minutes. I took the map out of my pocket and unfolded the old piece of parchment. On it, there was no road, nothing. Just a drawing of the sword Yari had given me. And the tip of the sword seemed to be touching what looked like the stone in the panther's eye. Oh good, I just needed to balance 15 feet of the ground on the panther's nose with the sword in my hand. Easy. Somehow, I managed to do just that without impaling myself or falling to my death. When the stone and the sword connected, there was a faint glow of light that the stone emitted, and then it shrunk and plopped right out of the eye, causing me to fumble to catch it. Then suddenly, something lifted me off, and I was floating to the ground, where I found an angry mob of fairies waiting for me. I didn't think, I just ran. But the nearest fairy caught hold of the sword, that strangely enough was now sheathed. Then she let go, and they all exchanged a frightened look, and glared at me, but didn't come any closer. I followed the map's instructions, taking what seemed to be a shortcut to the sacred place of magic. It was a cave. Any replace? It seemed to give off a strange glow like many other things from this world. Inside the cave, there was a holder sort of structure cut in the middle of a stone slab. I removed my bag and set it on the cold floor. Then, I placed the stone in the holder, and voila! The stone emitted another blinding flash of light, and then the world started spinning, and I found myself lying in the dusty attic. And once again, the faithful painting was with me, and I found a note at the back that was in English. Yari thanked me on behalf of everyone else, and there was a bracelet there too. It was simple fibre twisted into an oval but precious to me all the same. I smiled. And all I had wanted to do was to check out the things in the attic and I ended up saving a magical world. Who'd have thought? Really, who would have thought? If you were whisked off into a magical world, why would that have happened? Let your imagination take over, you never know. Your next story might only be a thought away. I'll be back next week. Drop in a review if you can, or tell someone about the show. Happy Children's Day and thanks for listening.